Welcome to the Hustle System podcast, where we unpack the patterns of success for some of my favorite people in the world of internet marketing, entrepreneurship, musicians, artists, producers, and so on and so forth. In this episode, I am extremely excited to introduce Mr. Evan Carmichael. Evan is one of my favorite entrepreneurs, and every time I think of Evan, I just want to give him a big, giant hug. You can find him on socials at Evan Carmichael. That's E V A N C A R. M-I-C-H-A-E-L on YouTube at Evan Carmichael with over 2 million subs. The guy is an absolute rock star. He's dropped four. No, wait for it. Five books now. His latest book, Built to Serve, is dropping March 17th, 2020. And uh, it's all about finding your purpose and becoming the leader you were born to be. We really unpack leadership in this episode. We talk a lot about self-expression, how to draw boundaries, how to contain the ego. And Evan is also a TSM fan and a Timo main for those of you who don't know in League of Legends. So those of you that are nerds, you know, perk up those ears. It's going to be a, a great episode. And really, if you want to model an entrepreneur, there's really nobody better than Evan that I can think of. He's been able to live a very happy life. And that is often something that I personally struggle with. So this episode was really eye-opening for me. I got a lot out of it. And I'm really grateful for having Evan on the show. I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's short, it's sweet, and uh, there's a lot of gold nuggets. So can't wait for you to dig in to this episode with Evan Carmichael. We've never wavered from that vision. Everything you hold worthwhile in this thing. Beyond yourself and ourselves. I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. Uh, I took the initiative in creating the internet. That app comes with incredible rapidity. One electrical art after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted. It really is a revolution. Awesome. Perfect. Um, today, we have the lovely Evan Carmichael. Thank you so much for coming, brother. I uh, really appreciate you. Let me see if I can do you justice here. You can find him on Instagram, at Evan Carmichael. On YouTube, uh, also at Evan Carmichael, with over 2 million subs. Really awesome. Really viral stuff. Really, really great. Four books. Wait for it. I'm wrong. Five books. We'll get to that in a sec. Two world records, trampoline, stand-up desk, uh, Canada's largest uh, salsa studio. A lot of stuff to unpack. Obviously, very Tim Ferriss-friendly type of bio. Also, TSM fan, which I'm going to say double lift. Are we, go, are we going double lift days or what? Uh, well, I'm still a TSM fan. Double lift is on liquid. He, he, right. got, he left, but yeah. I'm, I'm a double lift fan, but I'm more of a TSM fan. Okay. Fascinating. And I've never been called lovely, I don't think, in, a, in an intro. So I like that. This is great. It's a first this start. A, a and that picture behind you is wild. It's a uh, Louis. Yeah, it's a Louis bear. Um, he's fun. He's the bear. You know, he's uh, he's having a good time. He's having a blast. And um, yeah, so absolute blast. Um, you're also on Twitch at Believe Team, which I didn't know about until literally like five minutes before. I'm like, oh, awesome. Uh, team on main, which is annoying for me, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> no sweat. You can bully me in lane. Um, anyway, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's about League of Legends. But that, however, is not where I want to kick off this interview. Where I want to kick it off is, um, first off, new site looks awesome. New fonts look great. Cool. Thanks, Double man. Thumbs up. Um, and you've got a new book coming out March 17th, correct? Uh, Built to Serve, How to Find Your Purpose, and Become the Leader You Were Born to Be. So let's kick it off. You've got the book right there. Let's like literally dig right on into it, and then we'll talk about your gold Porsche also in a moment. So, okay. Um, yeah, so, so you got the word leader in there. 
Um, a lot of people, you're an introvert, I'm an introvert, they don't see themselves as a leader. And I'm assuming you unpack that. So for those of us that prefer to stay at home and not lead anything, uh, short of maybe like, <laughs> you know, a guild or something like that, um, what do we do? How do we approach this? So it starts with the fact, the reason why it's called built to serve is because humans are built to serve. You want to help. You're an introvert. I'm an introvert. And yet here we are. You know, you're doing this show. I'm, I'm on a bunch of shows. I have my YouTube channel. We've done 6,000 videos. How does that happen when you're an introvert? Because you're built to serve. It's, it's innate in human nature. Uh, serving others. They did, they did fMRI scans of people's brains. And serving others hits the same part of the brain as eating food and having sex, which are both pretty important too. So serving is really important. Uh, if you're not happy in life, if you're, if you're walking around and you're not happy, it's chances are because you're not serving. You're not helping. Here's the thing though. We're so afraid of judgment. We're so afraid of not just failing. We're not afraid of failing. We're afraid of failing in front of people. We're afraid of what people will think about us. We're afraid of launching a show and sucking. We're afraid of doing something and people judging us, but then we don't do anything. Serving others, we're built to serve. Serving others requires somebody else, right? It requires that we're helping somebody. But if we're also fearful of their judgment at the same time, then we don't do anything. So you end up having your foot on the gas and a brake at the same time, knowing you're capable of more, but then not moving. Totally. And so I used to think that being an introvert meant I could not uh, do interviews. I would never speak on stage. All of these things. Even now, networking events. I just came back from an event in Whistler uh, for Ed Milet's group. And these guys pay $60,000 a year to be part of his group. And the very first thing that they did on the first night was a networking event. Off-site. And I'm having anxiety. I'm sitting in the lobby like, oh, there's a bus that's going to take us to the... <laughs> like, if I, I can't just leave and go back to my hotel room if I need to. Right? I have anxiety about that. But my, my, my service, the purpose, the mission demands that I go, demands that I go off and have an impact because otherwise I'm sitting there in my hotel room, beating myself up saying, I know I could have done something. I know I could have gone. I know I could have served. And so it requires you to overcome your challenges, your limitations, uh, not just introvert. There's a lot of extroverts who have their own set of issues. You know, all of the great things that you want in life are on the other side of your fears and limiting beliefs. And so helping you identify what your purpose is gives you the strength and courage and conviction to actually go off and tackle those fears. That's pretty cool. Um, and you've gotten a lot more bold throughout the years. Um, so let's, let's talk about the latest, what's up with this car, man? It's so cool. <laughs> this is such a, such a, such an, a new Evan move. It's, I think it's fascinating. And you even talked about it. You're like uh, the ego maniac angle, and maybe we'll have time to unpack that. Uh, you got this cool car and, and uh, did you get stopped at the border because of the car? <laughs> what, what happened there? Uh, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, we were supposed to do a tour across 22 cities in the U S we got stopped at the border. They wouldn't let me through the car might've been the flashy car might've been the, uh, the problem. For those of you listening that don't understand the reference, uh, Evan got this gold wrapped Porsche and he put his name on it. And, uh, that's something that like as an introvert, you're like, you never want to floss too hard. It was a very rapper move. Um, I'm expecting you to drop a hip hop album next and uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be excellent. I'm, ex I'm super excited. Um, I do have a rap song that I put out to a Chinese song that I put my own rap version on top of it. I think, I think you have to lean in on expression. It's not about flexing to show other people something, at least for me, but playing small and not expressing yourself serves nobody, including yourself. So 
the 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 bear you have behind you that looks amazing should be because you love that bear and you love Louis Vuitton and you love red and you love sparkles and stars and all the awesome that's on there. You putting up nothing on the wall or having a boring, you know, white wall because you're afraid of somebody's judgment doesn't serve anybody, doesn't serve yourself. And so this is a ongoing practice for me. I still, I still worry about it, but it's a constant practice for me to say, hey, if I want to do something, I want to express myself, I'm going to stop caring what other yeah. people think. And if it, if it, I have a test called the boom, boom test. If my heart's going boom, 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 uh, then I have to go up and do it. Oh, wow. I love that. Just because. That's, that's the best, man. Um, was eight-year-old Evan the same way? How much have you changed since you were like an eight-year-old so, kid? So for the video people, I, there's a picture of me on my wall here where I'm like eight or nine years old and my parents above me. My parents taught me to, that I was Evan Kostrilli Carmichael. I could do anything that I believe that I can. I think foundationally as a human, what I believe in, my values are still there, are still the same. I think actually it's really about rediscovering. Like eight-year-old Evan would have loved to have a gold Porsche and put his name all over it, right? Totally. It's just re rediscovering who you actually were, totally. right? It's, it's the adulthood that then puts all this mess on top of us that makes us scared to go off and do stuff. Um, so I've, I've become more bold, I guess, as I've gotten older. Um, but a, a part of me feels like I'm actually just becoming more of my eight year old self. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, you're a, you're a rockstar entrepreneur that like the accolades are, I'm like impressive and you're, and you're, I guess you're so nice about it, that it's just like, you know, it's not, it's not like a, in your face, you know, Gary V like, I'm going to get in your face. We're going to go to a garage sale. It's like, yeah, I'm Evan. And we kind of crushed everyone. That's okay. You know, <laughs> it's a lot more humble. And, and I love seeing that. Um, and I truly believe like, as you, you get older, I don't know if you have this, but as I get older, uh, as you rack up like the quote, like little authority plugs, it gives you kind of like permission to kind of do whatever you want. And people are like, oh, that's just, that's just like, you know, so-and-so doing that thing. Right. And um, if, if you look, you like, like, you know, you've got Steve there. Steve's very weird. Uh, Elon's very weird. Uh, you know, name, name, name a top ranking entrepreneur who doesn't have these weird quirks. And really you can go back and you can kind of channel a lot of that childhood dream that you had that kind of got like, you know, repressed. Um, I was bullied a lot in school. So um, I think introverts do have that. And we'll, we'll maybe chat about that in a minute as far as uh, how to deal with like the empath slash narcissist uh, pendulum. Uh, you know, let's unpack it now. Like, like how, do you, how do you go about that? Because I have that where some days I, I think I'm God. And I think um, a lot of the listeners here are, are young. They're up and coming entrepreneurs. Uh, they're they're passion-driven. They're value-driven. Uh, they have a good heart. But often they'll get out outperformed by someone who's cutting corners. And, you know, it makes you start to wonder like, oh, should I cut corners too? Um, so how do you go about approaching this coming with open arms versus a shield and sword, if you will, uh, when it comes to like your business and marketing. Yeah. So I think you have to be your biggest fan and your biggest critic at the same time. Your biggest, your biggest cheerleader and your biggest critic. I think the problem for most people is they're actually not their biggest fan enough. I think people should be harder on themselves, but most people, if, if they were even a little bit harder on themselves, they, they might, commit suicide. Like people are already so depressed and already so hard on themselves, but I think they should go harder. The problem is they don't love themselves enough. Mm -hmm. And so self-love comes from doing difficult things, from showing yourself what you're capable of. You, you know, maybe had this story about you were bullied and you weren't good enough and less than. And so now having that wild picture behind you and starting the show, you know, it's like, that's part of the expression and the creativity and, and the unleashing of who you actually are. 
so you're, you're a perfect masterpiece and you're a work in progress at the same time. And you need different pieces on different days. So uh, when I, I came back from speaking at Brendan Burchard's event in um, Phoenix and 2,000 people in the audience and five minutes before getting on, I was having a panic attack in that I forgot what I was going to say. And I just imagined myself going on stage and just bombing and, and disappointing people is my biggest fear. The idea that I would show up and disappoint somebody, it just is, feels like death to me. Uh, but not going out and not showing up is not an acceptable response. And so what I did backstage is tell myself, I'm Evan Carmichael. Are you kidding me? I'm Evan Carmichael. Let's go. Right. And so the reason why I'm able to stay, I'm, I mostly share humility. Like the reason why I'm able to stay so humble and so hard on myself and be really rough on what I'm trying to do is because it's based in so much self-love that no matter how much you're going to come at me with where you think I suck, I'm already on myself for that work. So the conversation inside my head constantly is I'm amazing, dude. I'm amazing. I'm awesome. I'm like, that's, that's how I talk to myself. I, I think people actually need to do that more. I think you actually need to be your biggest cheerleader more, your biggest fan more to recognize the effort that you're putting in on the work that you're doing. Even if you didn't get the result, the fact that you showed up, that you tried is how you build your self-esteem. And then that allows you to go off and be humble. I think the people who are flexing actually have very little self-love. They're trying to get it. They're trying to get the love from external because there's very little self-love there. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it's also, there's a powerful effect there where you have that self-love. You can kind of project that self-love in others. So it's almost like you're almost healing, you're imbuing them with a certain energy that then they can take and turn into their power. And uh, who knows how many inventions result from that or how many inventions don't happen because someone just didn't make the leap, didn't make the plunge. And uh, you're a big fan of belief. And what you're talking about there is huge. It's identity level change, right? It's having the belief and then having the actions reflect and match the belief structure of who you are. And as a result, I call the world kind of like the pool, like, like the lake of water is going to reflect back at you mm. these things. And it's going to challenge you. It's going to say, are you really that good? Can you really crush this crowd? Can you really do this book? Um, and I mean, you're, you're an absolute uh, G when it comes to like SEO on YouTube. It's phenomenal. I mean, your stuff is, it's like world, 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 world class uh, for people to model. And it's, it's rather impressive. I'm just like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like we're going to have Evan on. By the way, if you guys are listening, freaking thank Evan in every way possible for coming on because it's the greatest. It's the greatest. I know I'm like the bear guy here, but you know, we, we, we work with Ty. We work with like jump cut, you know, those guys. So we work with a lot of people in that space. Um, you, you know, you've dropped uh, Ed and Brandon. I haven't had a chance to work with those guys yet, but it's an absolute blast. And I think people uh, are expecting the reflection before they have the identity. So they're, they're basing their reflection um, you know, they're looking, oh, okay, well, maybe I'm, I'm like, I was a small kid. So, so oh, you're a small kid, which means equals weak, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So then you self-identify as weak and then you don't make the bold moves, which then never allow you to actually get the reflection of you are strong. Um, so that's why I think your book is so great because uh, leadership, you, you know, there's, there's layers to it, right? There, there's uh, self-leadership, there's leadership of others. Um, there's kind of leadership of almost like energy in a way as a part of it, of, of being um, the creator of your own universe. And uh, that would be kind of my next question for you is, uh, what is your next 
um, dark forest. So the, the way I, the way I talk about this on the podcast is uh, everybody lives in the valley, right? Everybody wakes up and they're like they have the sun valley, right? Like post to Twitter, yay, you know, YouTube video, like stuff you've stuff that used to be a dark forest that you've now mastered. But then there's the dark forest off to the side, and that thing you want to get to is through there. And there's you know there's werewolves and there's like tigers and bears and stuff. And you're kind of like oh today it's okay, you know today's a, a Thursday. I'm gonna go through the dark forest. But then there are always a time when you have to go and you, you have to stare at it and go through it. So what is that for Evan currently? Because you, I mean, you've accomplished a ton, a ton of stuff, but there's got to be something that kind of freaks you out, scares you. So in, in the macro, it's always going to be about disappointing people and playing on bigger stages. So I've done 2,000 people. So it's going to be the 5,000 person or the 10,000 person, or, you know, I've had Tony Robbins on my channel. So it's going to be having Oprah or Kanye or, you know, like it's always just a bigger version of what you've already done. That doesn't go away. Like the fear of disappointing people is always going to be there. It's just going to manifest in, I'm capable of slaying bigger dragons mm-hmm. every time because I've done it. And, and same thing for everybody listening. Like what used to be hard is now easy, but that same thing will show up constantly over and over and over again. Um, in the micro, the short answer is I don't know. As soon as I come up with it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like as soon as I found, like, I, I don't dwell on things. I don't let things linger. I think that's how you avoid regret is you're always jumping. I'm, I'm always, as soon as I see the forest, I'm living in the forest. Right? I see, I even think of a dark forest. I have to go there today. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep me awake for weeks unless I just go and do it. And so I love just building immediate momentum. Uh, so I know what my macro dark forest is. I don't know what my next micro dark forest is. So uh, as soon as it comes up, though, as soon as I can catch it, I think, I, think, I think secretly we're actually living in a lot of dark forests that we can't even identify. We're just subconsciously and naturally playing small because we're afraid. Uh, but as soon as you can bubble it up to the conscious, then I think you have to go off and take action on it and not wait days, weeks, months, years to do it. Well, I've actually started building a tunnel um, from Los Angeles to Canada to help you with your next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long tunnel, man. That is a long tunnel. We're going to do it. You know, no call limits. Elon, call Elon. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're, <laughs> we're going to get you hooked up with a Hyperloop. It's going to be great. It's going to be like one of those pods, you know, you just get into it. It's like an egg and you just, and, it, and then it, it takes you to it, all the conferences you need to go to. Um, I love it, man. Uh, one thing you, you're really, really good at that I'm impressed by, this is something I struggle with, is boundary control. So, um, take, for example, you know, the way that you structure your interviews or uh, the way that you do these like public facing days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, number one, for someone who, who is introverted, it could be, it could be draining. I'm hoping that, you know, we're feeding, like, let's feed energy here for all the other public facing stuff. How do you go about like boundary control and how do you actually use that to get the things done that you need to get done of saying, look, I care, but you know, I've got this much time. And uh, how does that actually become a superpower for you? Because you're actually very, very good at it. Uh, well, thank you. I think with a lot of conscious effort, I think you have to map your actions to your ambitions. So you have to know what do you want and then look at your calendar. I'm a big calendar guy. So I I took my team to Tony Robbins a couple of years ago when one of the guys on my team was like, that was so amazing. Like he's all fired up and jumped. I'm going to change my life. It's like, okay, great. I had the same feeling, but it's like, okay, it has to be in my calendar. It was in my calendar. It was getting done. It was just a, a vibe I'm feeling. Then tomorrow that's going to go away because Tony's not waking up next to me. Uh, and so, you know, there's this going to be, you're going to fall back down. I think that's why a lot of people don't stay consistent in what they're doing. So your calendar has to map your, your path. And so I'm uh, even talking about vision boards. I don't know. I don't know if you mentioned it at all, but uh, I had a conversation with the guy about vision boards. My calendar is my vision board. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's not some outcome that I'm going after. It's this talking to you on your show is part of my vision board. Mm -hmm. The habits that you're doing every day become your vision board. And so uh, I get distracted. Uh, I don't get distracted easily. I lose, I can lose focus jumping from things to things to things. I have a hard time catching back up. If I was talking to you, I'm, I'm going to feel great energy for me to then go write a book hurts my brain right. to then jump into another call or an interview or something else. I need, I need giant blocks of time for creative work. So if I'm doing my book, I would do one day a week and, and it's off and, I, mm -hmm. and nothing. Like you can't reach me. I'm just going to sit down and write my book. Uh, this, I actually don't lose it. I gain energy from this. Awesome. I gain, and, and especially when it's awesome energy from, from you too, but you're the result. This conversation is a result of four hours of me already doing this stuff. Yeah, and, totally. and I have more energy than when I started because as much as I'm an introvert, I won't talk to anybody in the airplane or the people next to me, none of that. I won't say networking events give me anxiety. But if I know that you're an entrepreneur or you care about salsa dancing or League of Legends, it's like, what do you do? I want to know, right? It's like <laughs> totally. all of a sudden there's a connection point, right? So, so this is great. This, is, this fuels me. Uh, I like to have back to back to back. So it's like 25 minutes, 25 minutes all the way through. For my day because i find that the energy flows i, I try to design my day around energy flows so this mm -hmm. is my extrovert hat on spread the mission talk believe you know get out there and again it builds throughout the day and also i used to find myself i found myself like 20 minutes 30 minutes before an interview or a call i would have no productivity hmm. yep. i'd be nervous about the call coming up and i'd be looking at the person's website and i'd just be doing stupid stuff and checking my Instagram or just something, just not being productive. And so batching those similar tasks together really helped me get a lot more productive. And then just did, did my assistant send you kind of my video that I made about what to expect in the interview? Wait, no, no. I mean, maybe I don't, I didn't get it. My assistant, my assistant, um, probably, you know, <laughs> fell asleep or something. <laughs> no worries. So no, like, this it's, is, it's great. It's, it's fitting people into your schedule on your process mm -hmm. that you know works right That's, now. It's great. I'm willing to break the process. If, if, if Kanye says, hey, Evan, I heard that you want to do a rap album because I, I listened to that podcast episode, you know, come down. I'm going to cancel whatever I'm doing and go see Kanye in, in wherever he's at now, right? Um, but for the most part, you design your life around the outcomes that you want to try to go off and accomplish. So mm -hmm. I look at my calendar. I have different days for different things and, and just personal life too, right? Saturday is my day with my wife. And I plan the whole day of surprises for her. And there's always a new food involved because she's a foodie. And so don't try to contact me on a Saturday. It's got to be like insanely urgent. They'll tell my team if they're messaging me, don't message me on a Saturday. Um, so, so just food recommendations. So I'm going to be just hitting you with food recommendations. I'm going to be finding out where you are on tour. Oh. And then just food recommendations. <laughs> You're like, God, what's going on? And then I'm going to yeah. send you a Tony pillow um, so that you can wake up <laughs> next to Tony. Oh, that is, that is some scary stuff. I don't think my wife would be too happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good time. Um, nightmares, dude. Nightmares. Dude, hey, you know, you got you to trigger people if you want to make an impact, right? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I, I love it. I love it. What do you do in the five-minute breaks in between? Uh, mostly it's, it's again, my fear of disappointing people. So in getting to this, I was actually on a call that I, I let go a couple minutes late because it was really important. So the mm -hmm. five minutes in between is either finishing up a call, uh, grabbing, you know, some water, going to the bathroom, uh, you jumping know. jacks. Do you, do you have a pump up song? What's your pump up song? 
Uh, right now, the number one song on my playlist is the song from The Witcher. And I can watch okay. The Witcher. Okay. It's a Netflix show. I just okay. added this morning. But besides that, uh, my own rap song I play. That's always a good one. And what else is on my playlist? I added recently. I don't know. It's public. You can see my. That's good. My That's awesome. That's awesome. The Witcher. Awesome. Awesome. You mentioned uh, water, coffee, or tea, or neither. Coffee before two, herbal tea after if I need to, but I'm not really a tea guy unless my throat, if I'm filming videos or audiobooks or something, then it's like massive herbal tea just to keep the throat going because it's, you know, eight to 10 hours of talking. Totally. totally. That's rocking. Morning, morning ritual, anything that is unique there? Uh, I go through five S's. So the first is sit. So I sit and just think about my intention for the day. Uh, then sweat. I'll do uh, a quick workout. Uh, sun, get outside, just get some air. Uh, put on a song. So I sing to, to a song and then soar. And I'll, I'll do some content uh, to my Instagram because it helps make me feel alive and remind me that what I'm doing has purpose and meaning. Killer, man. Love it. Um, favorite animal. <laughs> uh, if I could go with what, what is Timo? He's a, he's a yordle. I'm going to go with a yordle. <laughs> yordle. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Ran, ranged poke and lane. I'm, I'm just never going to live it up. Uh, it's great. I like these little quick fire ones and then guilty pressure. What's the thing that you do that's totally unproductive that you just enjoy so much. You, you like can't help but do it. I don't think that way. Like huh. I play, I play three games of league every night. Because okay. I'm, I'm sponsoring my, I sponsored an athlete who's a number one Timo player. He's Timo Jungle Challenger in North America. Timo Jungle Challenger. I mean, he's top 200 yeah. in the country. Yeah. Um, and he said, Evan, you got to play three games a day if you want to climb because I need to get the gold this season. <laughs> uh, people might look at that and say, that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Why am I spending that? That's going to take me two hours to play every night. Yeah. I don't have two hours every night to play League of Legends. I don't see that as a guilty pleasure or unproductive. Okay. It's making me happy. Like when, if, if I'm sitting with my wife watching the Witcher at night, that's not unproductive or guilty pleasure. It's, it's making me happy. And if I'm happy, then I, I see productivity as like a whole life thing, not just within business. So totally. uh, I don't judge myself for playing two hours of league a night. Love it. Absolutely blast. Um, we'll wrap here because I know you have uh, another interview coming up. Um, Build to Surf coming out March uh, 17th. Uh, get it. Get it. And um, as a final question for you, um, let's say you have grandpa, Evan, you're super old and your kids run in and they're like, how do we live our lives? Uh, if you have one piece of advice to share with them, what is it? Uh, believe. Believe in yourself more. Believe in yourself harder. Believe that you have Michael Jordan level talent at something, although that reference may not be relevant to my grandkids, may not know who he is, but to believe that you could be the greatest in the world at something and to start going all in on it. Evan, thank you so much, brother. Sending you positive vibes, sending you lots of love. And what, what number episode is this for you? Oh my gosh, this is going to be, I think, 18, 18, 19. So I, we, want, we... I want to come back for 100. Okay. Done deal. I'm when you're d- close, like tell my assistant or our assistants, whatever. And so we'll make number 100. Oh, dude, that, I'm looking forward to it. Dude, that is happening. Thank you so much, brother. Okay. Sending you vibes, sending you heart energy. And I'll talk to you soon. Much love. Thank you, man. It really is a revolution. We've never wavered. I believe. We should strive to do things in this spirit.
Everything you hold worthwhile is at stake. Beyond yourselves and ourselves. I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. I took the initiative in creating the internet. There have come with incredible rapidity. One electrical arc after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted.